I'm sure David's sitting back going, are you kidding me? A, a couple months ago, none of you wanted me as king. Now you're fighting over who brought me back. Why, Ju why is Judah bringing the king back? How come we didn't get to bring the king back? Judah says, why are you complaining now? He's our brother. We're just bringing our brother back. He's our family. He's our kin. Well, we are ten tribes. We have ten times the shares in the king that you have. You hear how stupid people are? Is it really any different than that today? Man, we are so lame. That kind of garbage happens all the time. Well, you won't believe what so-and-so said about me. Yeah, try me. I might believe it. I've heard some crazy stuff. What's all that got to do with the king? Nothing. What does it have everything to do with? Yeah, politics. How about our fleshly attitudes? Our desire to grab our rights. To say, you have disrespected me in some way. Why we cling to that so hard? Ultimately, man's going to live out his life struggling with his flesh, his pride. And man, our pride gets bruised so easy, don't it? It does. It does. It's hard to, to ask somebody for help, isn't it? To go to somebody and say, I need a hand. I can't deal with this problem myself. Because stings our pride. Other people say, I'll never, I'm never going to have to be that person. I'm not ever going to have to ask somebody for help. I hope you're right. But I'm thinking you're probably wrong. Sooner or later, we all have that battle with our pride that we have to lay down. What's it going to cause? Chapter 21, another civil war. Not a very long one, but another civil war. Why does the Bible tell us the story of another civil war? How many civil wars rage in your life? How about in a week? How many times does your spirit want to glorify and praise the Lord, but your flesh rises up and says, that's not fair, this isn't fair, this is too hard, this is this, this is that. I don't know about you, but I know in my life, civil wars rage rather frequently. And in a civil war, an inner civil war in my life, who takes the damage? Me. Who am I shooting? Myself. When I take down that enemy, it's no different in a civil war, is it? It's our brothers. It's our sisters that, that we do battle with. Personally in our life, we do battle with the flesh and the spirit over and over and over again. And the David becomes a picture of Christ. And all he wants to do is be able to rule and reign in our life. But the struggle comes in our life when we want to cling to our stuff, our covetousness. I want this. I want my rights. I want what I deserve. And all that selfishness. Philippians chapter 2 tells us to lay aside every regard to self. And learn to live for somebody else. Live for others. Being other-centered. And if we come right down to it and we think about others and helping others, maybe we start thinking, well, they maybe they don't deserve help. Really? Who doesn't deserve help? Why not? To, to reach out and affect the world. You know why people are sick of church? Because that's what church is like, them last few verses. Oh, I used to go to that church. I can't go to that church anymore because they did this. You wouldn't believe what they said. You know, I was just the other day, I heard a story about the preacher over there. And you know what he did? And blah, 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 blah. We're no different than them. We are no different than them. We do that stuff. I don't got no time for that stuff. The world is perishing without Christ. And I got no time to shine my armor or argue with my brother. What I got time for is to find someone who don't know Jesus and try to introduce him. Introduce him to the 
king of kings and a lord of lords. So when my king returns, I'm there to greet him at the Jordan. And I pray I'm going to be like Barzillai. I pray I'm going to be a guy who just loved him lavishly and didn't want anything in return. But maybe the Lord will take me to a place where I'll be like Mephibosheth and, and I'll be martyred for the Lord. Praise God, I'll do whatever he wants me to do. I don't care what he wants me to do, I'll do it. That's who I want to be. That's what I want to be about. Not the dumb argument later. Or the lame fight where Joab goes and kills somebody he shouldn't have killed again. Why do we see that story over and over and over again? Because that's what's in our hearts. Don't you see the scripture declares that the heart is wicked above all things? Who can know it? The Bible tells us God knows the heart of men. God knows our heart. And so when we study the scripture, he tells us these stories over and over again. So we don't ever begin to believe the lie that that's not us. I would never, I would most certainly, <laughs> probably have a time or, or two in my life. The goal is, can we learn that lesson? Can we learn that lesson? Take right and proper steps toward the Lord and receive the promise that all that garbage in our life that don't make no sense will only ever make sense in one place, and that's in Christ. Now, you don't have Christ, you tell me how you're going to make sense out of it. The pain in your heart is because you don't know how to reconcile it. But the truth, you know the truth. The truth is, God exists. He loves you. He sent his son to die for you so that you could have a relationship with him. And he promises in him there will be the reconciliation of all things. He doesn't promise it to you right now. But he promises everything's going to be right everything's going to be right. Without him, you tell me what hope you have. What hope? We're just randomly living our life and we're wasting our time here. My hope is in him. It's the only hope there is. And I believe his promise. Amen? Just stand with me. Let's pray. Lord God, we just thank you for the opportunity to study your word, an opportunity to, to read and learn about David, and, and just to see the spiritual truths behind the scenes of what's going on at the return of the king. <clears throat> One day, Jesus Christ will return, and everybody's going to meet him. We only get to choose how we're going to meet him. Will I meet him as one who has loved his appearing? Who has been extravagant in my love toward the Lord? Or will I meet him as one who's an opportunist, going to try to switch sides at the last minute? Will I meet him as Joab, selfish and only concerned about what I can gain and what I can make happen? And today is the day. Now is the time. Trust in Him. It's the only answer. You trust in Him. And you let Him put all the pieces back together again. It's what He does. God, we thank You that You're here with us. We thank You that You speak to us through Your Word. We ask, God, that you would accomplish your perfect work in the hearts of those who have received your word tonight. Be glorified and magnified in this place. And we seek to honor you in Jesus' name. Amen.